Excuse me. Has anybody seen That was a joke about the world being flat, right? Was it? Why does it seem like the further we go back in history, the more advanced we were? You're telling me people were so primitive they took a hammer and chisel and made this? President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. When we were successful, we were We had a real chance at this new world order. Welcome, fellow truthers and conspiracy junkies, to another episode of White Rabbit. I am your host, Catalyst Jones. We're going to be diving into some crazy-ass shit, because as you all know, that UFC fighter, King Bo, yesterday just went viral for calling out, uh, he called out Jimmy Kimmel and all of Hollywood and mainstream media and basically said, eat a dick, you guys are all pedophiles. And um, what better person to have on than Sean from the Conman podcast, who did a four-part series on Epstein. So let's get into some Epstein shit today. And I would like to welcome Sean from the Conman podcast. What is going on, brother? What's going on? I'm, I'm glad to be here. I, I just did uh, Master Debaters yesterday. I'm 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 doing the rounds. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, dude, those guys are great, man. The Great Deception podcast and Matt, and then you were probably on was Ryan Dean on there as well. Yep. Awesome. Yeah, those are great, great fucking guys. So, um, what's up with Conman Podcast? For any of my listeners that don't know who you are and what your podcast is about, why don't you uh, spit a little knowledge for them? Yeah. So it's basically me and, and uh, three of my other friends. We we kind of go over conspiracies. It's um. It's like a round table conversation, but it's it's a comedy podcast, but we get into some really dark shit. So, like, for example, what we're going to talk about today, we got Epstein and we, we talk about a lot about uh, pedophile cults and we talk a, a lot about uh, Satanism, all that all that fun stuff. Yeah, and, I remember you guys were joking that you might uh, change the name to Pedocast or something like that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All roads lead to pedophilia in the conspiracy world. That's just what how it is. It's so fucking crazy, and you're right. It, it does, and uh, a lot of this dark shit will fucking wear you down. And so it's a, it's really cool that you guys are doing your show and sprinkling on your dark humor on top of it. Because if you can't laugh about this shit, you know it's it's it'll take you to a dark place. Oh, oh yeah, we we did an episode on the Franklin scandal, and we were we were talking about the private jets, how they they fly they're flying all these kids from from Boys Town, and uh, they take them to these sex parties, and we had this joke where they're like, did, was there like a ball pit in in the um in those jets? And then we started talking about like uh, ball gags. Was it was a ball pit full of ball gags? And we we kept going and getting darker and darker. And I ended up putting that clip on YouTube. And man, so it it ruffled feathers. It's our only negative. Uh, that's the only time I've ever got anything negative about the show. They're just like, how how could you say that about these kids? They were molested. I was like, yeah, I'm not defending it. We're listen to the whole episode and <laughs> we we talk about what it is. And some some of the people that don't watch or listen to the show were the ones that are angry because people people love that episode just. These random people on YouTube hated that clip. And I was like, should I take it down? I was like, nah, fuck that. Fuck them. Yeah. 
No, keep it, it man. Wear that shit as a badge of honor. If I figure if you can't ruffle enough feathers, then you're not doing something right. Yeah, yeah. And we're we're having fun. We're making fun of we're making fun of uh like Paul Benassi and all those guys. Paul Benassi's a real piece of shit. I don't know if you know who he is, but he he's a guy that allegedly kidnapped Johnny Gosh. He was deeply he was one of the other kids that um was part of the Franklin scandal. He was like the the teenager that that would bring in other kids. And uh, on the Franklin scandal, they took they they were told to take this kid they found. I think it was like in I think it was Arizona and they were forced to like rape this kid. And then they ended up like after they raped the kid because they had the guns pointed in the back of their head. After that, they were finished with them. They ended up shooting the kid in the back of the head. So, I mean, Paul Manassi has seen some fucked up shit. But also, he's he's kind of a pedophile too. So, I, I don't like pedophiles are. They should all be executed, in my opinion. Yeah, one hundred percent agreed. There's only one cure for that shit. Um, yeah, and so yeah, I didn't know that. So he was basically like the Gislaine Maxwell of the whole uh, the whole scandal, huh? Uh, and no, it's it's kind of like we they, you know what? That that's not a bad comparison. Because the Ghislaine one, it's it's a little. It's, I think she had way. She just had way more power than than a guy like Paul Benassi. Paul Benassi would be like more like a soldier that they had, and Ghislaine was like somebody that kind of does. That's the way that, um, like how how she like she went and met like through her dad. Because if you know anything about Robert Maxwell, when he when he was murdered. It, or they drowned him. They said he committed suicide. He had all this paperwork and, and he was like daddy's girl. Like his, his, his boat was called the lady Ghislaine. Right. So she, he told her to shred all the paperwork and then to go to New York and meet up with a guy named Jeffrey Epstein. And then this is how the whole connection, they ended up dating and like they, then they, they formed this whole thing with the, uh, what, dealing with the CIA and, and flying, uh, uh, having these parties and, and his island. No one knows why he has so much money, like in his hedge fund. So basically when I do, uh, when I did this episode on, on Epstein, it, it's basically the whole operation of it because the four parts isn't just Epstein because the, the story, the, the name of it's kind of misleading because you, you're talking about, how this all started off because it's a it's a fucking huge 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 um just operation yeah i was hoping we can get into a little bit of how it started off and i'm glad you did bring up robert maxwell before i had to because i always kind of felt and i and i know that there's a lot of other truthers that feel the same way that maybe epstein wasn't the power maybe it was just lane maxwell that that was the the person behind the power in this whole situation. How do you feel about that? And, and I'm only asking you that because I did not get to your fourth episode yet. Oh yeah. Uh, so the, what I, just the way I kind of ended that was I said, Jeffrey Epstein is a middle management guy. He's not as big of a deal as what people are trying to put out. Like you go, if you go on, on Netflix, Hulu, and like they have all these documentaries about Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein and how he's just like this. Um, he, they, they try to pin everything on him, but they don't talk about the whole operation. They don't talk about how deep the FBI, like people like uh, J. Edgar Hoover, how, how deep they're into it, how the 
how the mob was into it, like the Jewish mob, the Italian mob, the big mob families. They were all into it. Roy Cohn connected that like he's connected to 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 Donald Trump. And, and he's also can like there. Then there's connects connections to the Clintons, the the uh and even the Iran Contra affair, it, it's so big. It's it, the, the Mossad and like, just <laughs> you name it. It's all there. It's, it's fucking wild. So Jeffrey Epstein's a middle management guy. It's not, it's not just him. No one ever talks about who, well, who's, I mean, we, everyone talks about it now. Cause it's like mainstream, but like, who's the names on the list and no one's going to jail except for Ghislaine Maxwell. Yeah. For, um, for basically uh, sex trafficking, yet who is she selling these kids to? That list is not going to come out. I, d- I doubt we'll ever find out. If you were to prosecute all the people that were involved, it would literally take down the American government. Well, I and think that we should anyway. <laughs> no, I w- I'd be in favor of that. <laughs> I think we need to dismantle the whole fucking thing and start over with something that works a little bit better. Start and over. And it's it, not it, Marxism and it's not fucking socialism. I'll tell you that right now. No, but I mean, uh, you probably just ruffled some feathers when you brought up Donald Trump. Um, And I know that there's a lot of people listening to my show that will defend this and they will say, you know, Donald Trump is the only one that actually agreed to uh, work with when he got um, when he got subpoenaed. He's the only one that agreed to testify against Jeffrey Epstein. So what are his ties with Epstein? Actually, I don't want to start there. How did this shit get started? And then listeners, we will get into Trump. I promise you. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Trump. He, he has a bunch of pedophile friends. But uh, other than that, uh, it's weird. Do you have a lot of pedophile friends? Because. <laughs> no, I can't say that I have. And if I do, they keep it under wraps really fucking well. Yeah. Um, so this whole thing started off with uh, with the broth with the Brothman family. This was this goes back into where the um, this, this all started off with prohibition. So it goes way back. There, uh, there was a guy named uh, Sam Brofman, and he he started. He had this business where he uh, where he would bootleg um, liquor, obviously, and he had these all these connections with with the mob families over there, um, and he would sell to them. And he had kind of like a protege, this guy uh, Rosenstiel. Rosenstiel was like a middle management type of guy and he would um he started working with these guys he he was kind of like a, a loose cannon but this guy um well let me let me let me bring bring the notes up so i don't get these names wrong so yeah so rosenstiel he he was like he was the guy that that um he was the guy that kind of ties everything together and he built this empire and he he had a lot of powerful friends. He even had um, connections to J. Edgar Hoover, and they would they would have these these kind of blackmail parties. And I know you you've probably heard of some of these blackmail parties with with Epstein and um, I mean the the Franklin scandal and all that, where they'd have these big politicians come to these parties in the in these hotels and. Uh, Rosenstiel would would bug the rooms so he would hear what they what what they would talk about uh, and he would use it as blackmail and he would even have uh, these parties that had uh, boy prostitutes his his ex-wife came out and said it she was like yeah uh, I was there there was there was little boy there's boys as 
as young as seven years old. Like it, it was, it's crazy. That's fucking horrible. And, and Hoover, he had, he had some demons himself too. He was like a, a cross dresser behind closed doors. Right. Or at the, yeah. I wouldn't say behind closed doors to the normal public, I would say, but everybody that was a who's who knew that he was like just a fucking freak. Right. Yeah. And um, I think it was Rosenstiel. That was the one that, or no, I think it was, um, it was Meyer Lansky who knew about it and he was, they were able to take pictures of him and they had it. And they, this is the reason why, why the mob got away with so much stuff back then because he was compromised and they, and I'm not trying to defend him. He was a fucking monster, but they, they had, him. they had him in his pocket. He couldn't do shit. Like Eve, uh, like all, all the stuff they could have took down the mob years ago, but they won't because our government's ran by the mob. Now, not enough people talk about that. Our, our government is ran by the mob. And it was like, oh, it's ran by it's ran by the Jews, <laughs> kind of <laughs> the oh. Jewish mafia. <laughs> right. Well, there there's so many hands in in everything, and uh, you know, um, Kennedy's father was heavily embedded into the mafia uh, with all the ties that he had, and and some some would say that Kennedy only won because of the, his ties with the mafia. Um, yeah, Pr- Prescott Bush, same thing. Right. And and so so let's backtrack a little bit here. So during the prohibition is basically when this whole Epstein empire started. And this is probably before Epstein was was uh, old enough for his own consent. Right. Yeah. 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 Or so he, was he even alive back then? Sorry. Sorry. I was. I was can, you, can you repeat that? I said, was was Epstein even alive when all this shit started? No, he was not. He he doesn't get involved until much later because this is like the around 1920s. Like he doesn't get involved until like the 1970s, so I don't um uh I don't know. Do you do you know how how he how they found him? No, I don't. So so Jeffrey Epstein was a he was a college dropout, but he was hired uh, to go work in this really prestigious uh like middle school called Dalton University. Oh, not you know Dalton, just Dalton School. It was like an elementary slash middle school. Right. And it, was, he, it, was, it was like a school for the rich people. Yeah, it was in Manhattan. And he was like a math teacher teaching this really prestigious school. And like, why would they hire a college dropout? But the guy that that found him was a guy named uh, Donald Barr. That's Bill Barr. Uh, that's his dad. His dad was in the OSS, which is the precursor to the CIA. And this guy basically groomed him. Cause I think they knew he was a monster. Like he was a pedophile and they're like, let's, let's fucking let's use this guy. So they, they knew what, what he was capable of. They knew he was, he, they knew he liked uh, younger women or not women. He liked little girls, like specifically these middle, middle school girls. So they, they kind of used him. They're like, all right, we're, we're like, he, he eventually got laid off or fired at, at the school and they brought him on to Bear Stearns, which is like a, um, it's a financial, uh, shoot, where, where is Bear Stearns? I'm kind of, I, I'm sorry, this, this, we, we hadn't done this, this part in a really long time. You're Jared. totally good, brother. Yeah. Uh, typing with one hand like a retard. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was, it's, so it, it's like a global investment bank. Like they, there's a lot of banks and a lot of money laundering going on with this. And 
Uh, this is where he met a lot of his his powerful friends at Bear Stearns. That thing that's where he first met Adna Khashoggi, who was like a he was a gun guns dealer, and uh, he he had like he he met some of the guys that when they formed uh, like a big this this group called Mega Group. Mega Group was was highly like influential, and they're like this. They claimed to be this group that that was that it was it was a like a philanthropic type of type of group. Now and this is he met all these people through this Montessori school, or is this beforehand? Oh, this this is after this is when after he got after he got fired from school. I'm just curious was, how did he, how did he get this job at the school? Beings that you know, like you said, he was a college dropout, so he must have had some sort of ties beforehand, right? Yeah. Um. So he. Or did he forge documents to get his foot in the door because he got he liked to look at these middle aged girls? You know, we didn't get too too far into like how he actually uh, got the job. Um, uh, the so basically, so what a, a lot of this, this information that I got was from Whitney Webb, who 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 covered this very in depth. But uh, they they don't I don't remember them getting too far deep of how he actually got into into Dalton School. Okay. Let me see. Some of my questions probably won't have <clears throat> probably won't have meaning to the bigger picture. I just like I, I you know, I'm I'm a fucking truther. So when I oh hear wait, I it's there there it is. I found it. So it was a guy named Al Alan uh, Alan Greenberg who got him in there, and he 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 did end up getting him into Bear Stearns also. But he was he was he was being groomed by uh, Donald Barr. So he had all these really powerful friends. He's the thing about Epstein and he's, he's really, he's, he's real mysterious. So like, there's not a lot known about him. He, he claimed he worked for the CIA. Like he, I think they had him on, on record saying he would work for the CIA. And then later on he denied it. He's like, nah, no, that's, that didn't happen. I didn't say that. And they're just like, (laughs) like back then no one had the internet. They're like, oh, okay. Yeah, that shit's crazy. I remember you guys going going over that. Uh, I think your co one of your co-hosts had a funny joke where the CIA stood for it. I can't remember what it is, but I was laughing my ass off. Um, so uh, you mentioned Barr. Any relation to Bill Barr? Yeah, yeah, that's that's his uh, dad. Oh, imagine that it goes way Bill- back. Yeah, and see that that's like why there's so so many connections, and I I had to like tell people on our show too as like i know there's a lot of people that like donald trump uh that listen to the show but there's so many connections it's fucking it's 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 too much either like he like you you have uh roy Cohn, who's bait that was his mentor and, and roy Cohn was very he was kind of the connection to to these to this group from going from the the, the guys and 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 the rosensteel uh kind of uh, p- blackmail parties and all that to like to like the more the the Donald Trumps and the Clintons and all that because Roy Cohn was he was an attorney that represented uh, like the Genovese family Meyer Lansky all these guys and he 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 also represented uh, Donald Trump and he was and and. Roy Cohn had a lot of connections with the CIA. He was he was friends with Alan Dulles. He was also friends with William Casey. And William Casey taught, taught taught him a lot of the stuff too. And this was before William Casey was a CIA director. And like they 
he helped him get jobs. Um, I think it was Alan Dulles that got him the job as the attorney for that, for that big, that really big um, law firm in New York city that um, where, where he met a lot of these people and Roy Cohn is maybe the biggest name in this whole story when you think about it and how powerful they got. Well, yeah, because if you, if you can control the CIA, then I don't see how you would ever get prosecuted for anything. Right. Yeah. And, and it's not just the CIA. He had, he had a lot of friends, like uh, he had a, a lot of elite friends in New York city. He was good friends with Rupert Murdoch. And this was like back in, I think in the seventies when he bought uh, the New York post and every time someone would write something negative about Roy Cohn, he would he would get they, they would squash the story or they would get another journalist to go after this guy, the guy that wrote the bad um, the 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 article about him. So like he controlled the media. He literally controlled the media over there and he had so many powerful friends. He was untouchable. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of people uh, in today's world that uh, control the fucking media and the narrative, right? Yeah. Um, so what is, I- I'm curious, and we're going to get a little off subject here, and this is going to be uh, more towards some of the pushback that you got. What uh, What is some of the pushback that you got from some of these Trumpers? Because I'm going to give you a little bit right now as well. Um, I, I th- So the main thing is they, they'll say he never went to the island, which is which is fair. There, there isn't any proof that he ever went to the island. He's been, I mean, he's partied with them. He's hung out with them. That doesn't mean you're a pedophile. So I get that part. Uh, my, my whole thing about it is he, he was mentored by a guy that is deeply connected to, to Jeffrey Epstein. Um, Roy Cohn had a, he, he would throw his parties. He had his blackmail parties in the Plaza Hotel in, near, in Manhattan. And this is where they had the infamous parties at Suite 233, where they were. It was known that they had a little. They had boys in there, right. and they, they're 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 they had these parties where they would they would bring these where they would give them drugs, just just any pedophile like throughout history these these same pedophile parties. And Donald Trump, uh, after Roy Cohn died of AIDS because he was gay, which a lot of gay people were in the <laughs> 80s. Which, I mean, it's not that edgy to say, but like that's, that's just what happened in the 80s. You, you died of AIDS. Right. <laughs> it, now, uh, now we got the monkeypox. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Donald Trump ends up buying the Plaza Hotel like right uh, after he dies. So there, there, there's that connection. And then uh, uh, he, he was also introduced to Roger Stone and uh, Paul oh, Manafort. Yeah. So like it's it there's a lot these guys all these guys are all connected. Um, uh, uh, Roger Stone was really close to Roy Cohn. So was Paul Manafort, and they all worked under his uh, on on his campaign, and they worked in in his White House. Well, well not Roger Stone. So um, I I'm gonna ask you, as much as the media wants to demonize Trump, if they had anything on him. And all these places are supposedly bugged, filmed, everything. If they had something, don't you think that they would have used it before he even announced that he was going to run in 2015, 2016? Yeah, yeah. See, that's a good point. I So that, here's my thing about Donald Trump. Do I think he's a pedophile? I don't know. But he, he knows a lot of these people. Maybe it, sometimes these guys – 
that just comes with the territory. Like you're one of the elites and you're hanging out with these guys. It, they're like, you're hanging out with a bunch of monsters and right. he probably, he probably knows it. And I didn't hate Donald Trump as a president. I, I didn't think he was, he was as bad as they said he was. I, I have his issues with some of the, his like foreign policy, but other than that, I was, I, I, I didn't hate what he did. And I, and I like how he battles with the media. Yeah. I love that. I yeah. think, I think that if it wasn't for Trump and, and everybody hates on Q too, and, and that's fine. Um, but I feel like without the Trump and Q movement, there would not be so many people awake right now. And there wouldn't be so many people looking into this shit. And so like, that's a blessing, whether, whether or not Q was a psyop and whether or not Donald Trump has the intentions that he claims that he has, whether it, regardless, it awakened a fucking beast in the people of the United States and not just the United States. I mean, the whole fucking world is awake to this shit now. And I don't think that we would be this awake if it wasn't for Donald Trump and Q. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's kind of great. Cause these are like the stuff like we, I used to talk about like in my, like when I was in high school, we would drive around in my, and I used to, I used to drive a van and we would just get in our van and like, we just go get, like, we'll get beer. We get forties. Like we, we, I mean, we, we weren't, we weren't rich. So we get like cheap shitty beers and whatever, uh, malt liquor. <laughs> and we would just talk conspiracies. And like, now that's like becoming mainstream. It's kind of, it's kind of crazy to see it. It is crazy to see it. And I almost kind of missed that. I was like the crazy person, but yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I, I still I still feel like I am the crazy person because amongst the majority of people, uh, you know, the, I was just I took an Uber uh, the other day and uh, this guy was totally backing the vaccine. And damn it, I said that word. I can't go on YouTube now. <laughs> um, totally backing like everything that's going on. And I just had to shut the fuck up because it's like, OK, he's a fucking NPC. I'm, I'm just going to be quiet for the rest of the fucking ride. Um, yeah. I forgot where I was going with that. Oh yeah. Back, back to Trump. So, um, and Roger Stone. So, um, I hope I don't get hated on for this one because I am on the Patriot podcast network and the owner of the Patriot podcast network is, is best friends with Roger Stone. Roger Stone is awesome. By the way, <laughs> I'm not just saying that cause you said that, but the dude's hilarious. He has one of the funniest quotes. Let me find what he said about Roy Cohen being gay. Uh, hold on. Give me a second. <laughs> Because he talks about him being gay. Ah, dang, it's not that episode. And the reason I, I'm kind of trying to go through all this, because this is, this is I don't know if we, we said it before, the uh, on the episode or before, but this is like 30 pages of notes. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I think you mentioned that before we were on air. <clears throat> Let me see. Uh... I want to get Roger Stone on my podcast to talk about... Um, the JFK conspiracy because he knows so much about it. Oh yeah. That, and we, we had um, on when I worked with the drinking, drinking bros, they had Sean stone on there. Uh, not Sean. Uh, yeah. Uh, Oliver stone's son was oh, okay. on there. Yeah. He was great. Everyone's like, why the hell we have this guy? And he was talking, he was talking about some really fun shit. What is uh conspiracy so no not conspiracy social club what's the round table that sam tripley does um oh union of the, of the m wanted roger stone was on that oh, those guys are great okay I've, I've i found the quote where he talks about roy Cohn being gay all right let's hear it so he said uh, uh he's like roy was not gay he was a man who liked having sex with men 
gays were weak and feminine. He always seemed to have these young blonde boys around. It just wasn't discussed. He wasn't, he was interested in power and success, (laughs) 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 which is awesome, (laughs) which it's like something you could say in the eighties. Like that's not gay. If I fucking overwhelmingly beast you over (laughs) mother, I'm more of a man than you because I took your manhood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, fucking Roger Stone, man! That Dude, it, in the in in that whole thing with the Young Turks, where he was with Alex Jones, and they just broke into their their fucking broadcast. Yes, that's one of my favorite videos ever. I I think I watch that that video like once every like couple months when I'm feeling down. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Alex Jones, he's just. I, I know uh, some of the some of the people in this community don't they think he might be controlled opposition, but I don't care. I love that guy, and everyone he's been on on uh, on Drinking Bros a couple of times. They're all the people that I used to work with. They're like that guy's fucking awesome. He's so nice. He likes to party, and he he's just, he's just a gracious dude, and he just he's just full of energy and knowledge. I'm, I'm a I I have an Alex Jones uh, like one of those Catholic candles. I don't know where I put it. I have it somewhere in my house. That's fucking great. You do. <laughs> yeah, I, I I have it on my Instagram, but, uh, um, but I love Alex Jones and his batting average is fucking amazing. However, to go along with he could be controlled opposition opposition. I will say like who breaks into Bohemian Grove films the cremation of care and lives to fucking tell about it. That's what I'm saying. Like he I think that if they want that stuff to get out just to show people they're like. They're like, I want people to, if you're that powerful, wouldn't you want it? Wouldn't you want people to think you're mysterious and you're, you're capable of, of, of shit that you can't even imagine? Yes. Like if, if I'm that powerful that I'm like, we, we, if I'm trying to control people, that's what I'm doing. It makes sense, but they really do fucking have these rituals and they, the higher ups really do have sacred knowledge that the rest of us don't but i mean let's just ask let's ask alex jones man like are you a po- are you controlled opposition I, I mean how do you even respond to something like that all right well i guess we'll never find out <laughs> i love your studio man you even have you even have the soundboard that's awesome uh, thank you brother <clears throat> um so let's let's jump back a, a little bit here um so epstein got fired from the montessori school and he made all these connections while he was in the school. So now he's getting groomed for this position. Where does, um, oh shit, what's his first name? Um, uh, Ro- Roger, Ma- Robert, where does uh, Robert Maxwell come into play with this? Well, Robert Maxwell, he was a, he was kind of like a double and a triple agent for the Mossad. Yes. And he worked deeply with these, um, these intelligence agencies. And what really took him down was the promise software where he, they were, he was kind of like a salesman and they would sell this software promise, which gives a, it's kind of like what um, it's, it's the original version of what Edward Snowden was talking about with, um, with prism and Pegasus and carbine and all that kind of stuff. But with this, what this software does is it creates a backdoor into your your computer but they didn't know that they're they're putting that what they're putting inside their computer so he was selling this to allies he was also selling this to um to enemies like and and um i mean what what took him down was when he sold it to um los alamos like he sold it to us 
and he ended up that that's what when he when they say he committed suicide how he drowned like how would he drown when he when he has a fucking yacht you know how to swim that's retarded right and and there was like i'm sure he had staff on the yacht as well that would have helped him if he did go overboard and and just the way that they found him was mysterious too right yeah well he was face down but like when they went to his office it was it was completely empty because of Ghislaine maxwell how she went and shredded all the paperwork everything like he he did a lot of really secret stuff he was he was connected to the cia the Mossad, um whatever else i mean uh, probably the mi6 whatever the fuck they have whatever they had back then in 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 britain and he was pretty much a fraud too from what i understand like he would he would make himself to be way greater than he really was he was really full of himself like i I know he would go to other countries and expect like this big welcoming and everything and you know he was a media mogul too he owned a lot of publications and he was trying to get uh, his hands in the New York publications, I believe he did. He didn't he even eventually end up buying one of the papers in New York. Yeah, well, he he had a he bought a kind of like I think he bought more than one, and it wasn't in. I don't think it was in New York. I think he had one. Uh, let me look this up because it, it, it his he's really interesting because he he went by like like different names. Yes. Also, so like he was he, he's also another really mysterious guy. So I'm trying to look, what, what do you have as a name? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm trying to find, what was his other name? Oh, so his, his Robert Maxwell, his, he, the name he was born with was Jan Ludchik Hot. And he, he was like, uh, he was influenced by Czechoslovakian's government to decision to arm the Zionist paramilitaries in 1948. And uh, a lot of the, he was also involved with a lot of stuff uh, involved with the Israel's creation as a state. Like the dude, I mean, he's he's embedded in the history of Israel. So he was he was a really fucking big deal. Unless this information, he maybe he made this up. Like who knows? He's a mysterious guy, as as what we're saying. Yeah, it, yeah, it is true. And, and uh, from what I understand, he would like throw these overwhelmingly lavish parties uh his even his office like had pillars in it and everything and it was basically a movie set because if you walked up uh somebody was uh that worked for him i was listening to an interview with her and she said that if you like walked up it was all fucking like shitty ass shit so like you knock on these pillars it's not marble (laughs) it's like fucking plastic or ceramic you know like just uh everything about him was a facade and he portrayed this like bigger larger than life thing and it actually worked because it gave him the power um fake it until you make it i guess yeah and he liked to party he used to have he he'd bring prostitutes over and they, they he also the what these guys all have in common they, they love blackmail parties <laughs> but they they like tours and they like to blackmail each other they're they all were the worst type of people that to hang out with but they like to party and this is, this is what he was. And he was, uh, um, he was deeply connected with all the, all the big uh, governments that, that we think control the world, which, or they do control the world, like the Israeli government, U.S. government, et cetera. Yeah. So, I mean, 
I didn't mean to get too hung up on Robert Maxwell, but I think that his story and, and what his part was is way overlooked as far as the whole Epstein thing goes. So yeah. let's, let's uh, go ahead. Yeah. And, and, and just to kind of close this up with the Robert Maxwell thing and his, it wasn't the Los Alamos thing that was going to take him out. It was him saying he was going to expose this operation. He was going to start telling people and they're like, all right, motherfucker, you think you're, you're hot shit. So they, they fucking took him out. And like he was he was working with a guy, uh, a, a Texas senator. I think it was a state senator. And uh, what, what was this? Uh, his name was John Tower. John Tower and him were going to expose and they and, and those guys died right after each other. So, oh, that makes sense. So <clears throat> so he basically hands everything over to Gislaine. It, which is which is kind of weird in itself because he had a son, right? So in usually powerful families, the heir is the son, not the daughter. And there was another daughter yeah. too, right? There's three kids, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think it's Christine Maxwell. I, I don't know for sure. I don't have that, that in my notes, but I believe you're right. It is Christine, but she does not want any attention like at all. But she's running some some big time shit too. A, a really interesting thing about Gisley Maxwell is she's like really into the whole climate change thing. Like she, there's, there's like videos of her talking about like saving the whales. I, I got to look this up cause I haven't seen it in so long, but well, like how do you, it, well, what do you feel about the climate change thing? Because it, I feel it's, it's another, another COVID hoax too. It's, yeah. It's, it's the, it's the greatest scam since the federal reserve. Like it, it's, it's wild. Like the more you know about it, like I had a, I remember I was in college and I had a, I had a, I was at a community college and this guy, he's been studying climate since like the 1970s and he told us he's like he's like i don't want to get political on you guys but you know this thing's all political right like you know it's not real he's like i've been studying this from the since the 1970s like this isn't like there's evidence that we're just coming out of an ice age that's why it's getting warmer we've only been we've only been recording this stuff since the 1880s how do we know right this is all being made up and like people that are pushing this stuff aren't people that actually study it. That's awesome. Like, that you had a professor that would actually tell you the truth because most of these professors are Marxist and they want to push the fucking agenda and push that, push that and yeah. keep going. And, and to, and to say another thing is, I don't know if you remember, but a while back they were saying that we were losing the coral reef and it was a huge thing. And now, now they're all mm-hmm. quiet about it because the last time they surveyed it, there's more coral reef than there has ever been recorded. Yeah, it's funny because I've talked about that. Was, every time I tell somebody that, they're like, where, where did you read that? Did you make that? I was like, I was like, look it up. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's everywhere. You can, yeah, you could look it up. They just don't. It's not headline news anymore because they, they can't they can't keep that narrative going because it's easily debunked. It, it, it's so insane. It, and like people are falling for it and they're. They they put it in the uh, the the Inflation Reduction Act. Did you? And they're like a lot of like they're saying the most important thing is to save the climate. Like, what are you talking about? Like, what about people that need to pay their bills? Like, it's like <laughs> just like talking climate with people. Like, what once you get past your thirties and you you stop trying to save the world and you just want to save yourself, that's when you're just like, oh, okay, like it's everything starts making sense. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And there was the guy um, on Project Veritas that was outed. He was saying, as soon as the COVID goes away, we're going to we're going to start pushing climate change is going to be our next big thing. And now we got Greta Thunberg out there fucking saying that uh, lockdowns for climate change is is a greater, uh, 
you know, more it, climate change is more of a threat than COVID. So of course we should do lockdowns. Like, are you kidding me? Lockdowns, stay in your house because it's getting warmer. Go fuck yourself. I'm going swimming. Yeah. I live in Texas. So like we, we never, we never like, I mean, we locked down at first, but everything went back to normal pretty fast. It wasn't like it, it cause I have uh, I have relatives in New York and we went out to New York and it's, it was polar opposites. It was crazy. Everyone had masks on still. And this was like, this was like over, this was like in like early 2022. I was like, you guys still wear masks here? What, what the fuck? It's just, it's so crazy that like people are falling for this shit. Sean, and- check this shit out. When you text me today and was like, yo, are we still on? I was at the grocery store and yeah. there was a good 30, per- I'm here in California. There was a good 30% of the people in the grocery store still wearing masks, Jesus which is why God. I wear this shirt to the fucking grocery store. <laughs> It's a, it's the COVID Karen shirt for those people that are listening and not watching. And she's got needles sticking all out of her arm and it says, wear a mask. (laughs) Last week, bro, last week I saw this girl and I don't mean to, I don't, this is going to come off as racist, but I'm sorry. It's always Asian people and black people that are wearing masks. And I don't know why, (laughs) but that's a good one. And most of them are unhealthily overweight and Mm -hmm. There was this unhealthily overweight black girl and she was wearing a mask that had the fucking cartridges on it. <laughs> like <laughs> it, the, the, the vaccine thing is like, I, I can't believe because there, there's jobs that I've applied to and I, I got laid off from like, I used to do some like utility stuff for like, like Univision or maybe I shouldn't say their name. But uh, I don't fuck them, out them. If they're but, if they fucking laid you off for this shit, then out their ass. But I mean, not really late. I was doing contract work with them and they're like, they're uh, like, I'd pick up shifts with them on the weekends and it paid really well. And they're like, they're like you um, all of a sudden, they're just like, you have to have a vaccine to work here. And I was like, I, I can't get a vaccine. Sorry. And they're like, they're like, well, do you have an excuse? I was like, yeah, a religious one. They're like, can you prove it? Like, no. And they just stopped calling me. Oh, man. <laughs> That sucks. They yeah, they probably had a list and they were just checking off people that aren't going to follow along. Yeah, and I'm not religious. I don't I don't care, but like I I don't want to put an experimental vaccine in me and and everything we said, I don't know about you, but everything I said turned out to be true. Like my like I I had relatives that wouldn't come near me. I had a relative that went two states away cuz he knew I was going to be in town. You're kidding me. Yeah really close to that is fucking ridiculous and there's probably a bunch of people in the state that he went to yeah and <laughs> that we're all around him that were not vaccinated yeah and uh, the people that i know that got vaccinated they've got covid more than once i got covid one time and i haven't gotten it ever since and i was around when i was in new york when the omicron was going around like crazy i was in a house that four people got it yep and i i had gotten the i i i got it like the delta uh, version of it whatever uh, all this horseshit who, who even knows it what this is real right but uh we got it me and my me and my wife got it like two months prior to that and then we went over here and everyone had it and then like we didn't catch it at all like and we were in a house that was like not very well uh like insulated <laughs> so like it like we didn't get it so we're like oh we we got the we 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 got the we got the blood cells we got or we got the whatever. antibodies antibodies what the fuck am I talking about you got the real vaccine bro do you remember I don't know if you're old enough but um did you did you have um monkey pox did you have chicken pox parties 
yeah, yeah. Measles parties, right? So once you, get, once you get the shit, you get immune to it, right? And and where did that go? Where did the thinking of that go? Now everybody's just so scared and they're pumping themselves with something that has not been cl- clinically uh, trialed. They are the trial, actually. And it's yeah. just crazy. And last night, man, it broke my heart. Um, I go to NA meetings. And, and this girl was talking and she's been saying that her and her husband have been trying for a year now to get pregnant. And she just recently had a miscarriage. And so after the meeting, I walked up to her husband and I said, Hey man, I hate to ask you a personal question, but, um, are you and your wife vaccinated? And he said, yeah. And I said, do not get another booster if you want to have kids. And, yeah. and he looked at me weird. And I was like, yo, there's been a spike 78% of women or a 78% spike of miscarriages since this shit came out. I was like, that's all I'm going to say to you. And he like gave me a dirty look and which is fine. Cause that, you know, we, people don't like their realities fucking shattered, but yeah. Well, the, the thing, what he's thinking of is cause there's, there's only one way to respond to that. Cause you're thinking like, I, I did this thing and I fucking killed my kid and he doesn't want to believe that. See, I didn't even look at it that way. I was you're right. Maybe I should just shut the fuck up. It's so hard for me, man. When I see these people in the grocery store and it's an everyday thing here, cause I'm in Sacramento, California and everybody is either an NPC or just so fucking brainwashed that when I see masks and I see them all the time, every single day, it's everything in me to go up to them and say, have you ever tried to fill up a shopping cart with sand? <laughs> That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's cause they're, they're putting underwear in their face is what they're doing. Yeah. And I was, like when I was, I've, I remember like when we, you had to wear the masks to go into certain place. I just put it on my chin and they tell me something. I was like, I'm wearing the mask. I don't give a fuck. And I was just, I was being a dick, but I don't care. I, I was over it. And yeah. I it, just it, did not comply at all. Actually, but, I did order a mask. Um, have you seen the movie Princess Bride? Uh, I, I have friends that, that, that talk about it. I, I, you know, I've never seen it. It's like one of those is weird. That so he, would, he would wear a mask where it went, it just went over his eyes. Right. Yeah. His little holes cut out and it was just like a bandana but yeah. with, eye, with eyelids cut out and that, <laughs> and that was his mask. And so like I fucking ordered a princess bride mask and I walked into a store with my nose and my face completely just raw dog and fresh air. <laughs> you know. <laughs> But just to be a smart ass, but yeah, I, I never complied except within the first two weeks. Cause I didn't know what the fuck was going on, you know, and same, same here. And back to what you were saying about the, the, uh, the, the miscarriages and all that, like, is it, is it that crazy to think that they're not, they're like the, their whole initiatives about like depopulation, like just, just think about what, what, like the club of Rome when they, the books they wrote about depopulation. Just think about all the stuff that the UN and the agenda 21 agenda 2030, like all this kind of stuff. It's all depopulation stuff. Bill Gates. Yep. Everyone that, that are, that are supposedly running the world, they can't stop talking about depopulation. It's, they love talking about it. And like, they're like, uh, when people were like, you think they really try to kill everybody? Like, no, they're not going to kill everyone. They're just going to kill a lot of us. And when and when you're sterilizing people, which this vaccine is doing, that's what's happening. They're sterilizing people, and it, it's the population, and it, it's fucking sick, and it's twisted, and that's just what it, it like when you start looking into this stuff. That's just what what they do. That's their thing. They like it. 
Yeah. And, you know, Bill Gates always said we need to get rid of what I believe 75% of the population. And Bill Gates also said we need to um, vaccinate 75% of the population. And Bill Gates also said how, how they're going to achieve depopulation is through vaccines. So <laughs> what the fuck, people? <laughs> it's Look what he right did in there India. In front of you. Oh, I know. Right. And, and, and um, isn't he being charged crimes against humanity for the things that happened in India with his fucking vaccine? Um, well, yeah, he told them it was an H- and shit. Yeah. What is he? I think that was the same situation where he would, he told them that they were um, being vaccinated for HIV. So they got all these kids to take it, which I don't know why you need to give a kid an HIV uh, vaccine. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Well, here in yeah. America, they're pushing vaccines on kids for um, uh, shit. What is it called? Um, well, I brain farted too long, so we're going to move on. Um. I, I, I think in Pakistan, they were, they were, did the same thing, but they were like, oh, we did it because uh, um, they, they told all these kids that they um, were they eat, that they were taking the HIV vaccine. But what they're really doing was they're still in their DNA so they can find Osama bin Laden. But they I don't think they they found him that way. They were just still in their DNA. That's why you don't send your DNA out because they're they're built. They're making something. I don't know what it is, but they're making something. Well, and they started that like uh, that project where they were getting people to uh, send in their DNA so that they can find out their lineage and shit like that. And this was years and years before they came up with uh, the coronavirus and with the vaccine. And I have, I have a feeling that they were trying to target specific DNA holders. Mm -hmm. Bill Burr, he talked about that years ago. He was just like, he's like, you really going to give them, you're really going to send your fucking DNA over there. They're probably making a robot with your DNA right now. (laughs) And we laugh. I was like, he was right. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. We got so fucking far away from Epstein, bro. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard not to talk about this stuff. It is because it's 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 definitely one of the conspiracy theories that we have to live through day to day. Um, how the fuck did Epstein get an island? Um, as as far as I know, that what what people in the know have said is his relationship with uh, Lex Wessner, who get, basically gave him all the money for no reason. He gave him mansion. He gave him all types of money. So there, that's the only way to track money to him. So I don't know. How much money did Les Wexner? Well, Les Wexner owned like Unlimited. He owned um, or owns uh, because he's still alive. As far as I know, he uh, Victoria's Secret. He owns all this stuff. And Les Wex, Lex Wexner is, is, a, is a big cog in this thing too. He was in the mega group. He also, um, he brought in southern air transport if you know anything about southern air transport that used to formerly be uh american air which was owned by the cia and they used these planes to whenever they would fly the uh the this was in the 80s and the uh during iron contra where they would have those drops where they they fly the planes really low in men in arkansas men in arkansas where Bill Clinton was governor of Arkansas at that time. So these are all the connections. It's right. Alive. And they, they, yeah, they were uh, dropping cocaine off in the fields and shit like that. Yeah. And they told, they told Bill Clinton, if you, if, um, if you allow this, we're, we're going to make you president. They, 
there are people there are people very close to to him and that have said this i i that was one of the only things because i remember reading this and i was like how do you prove that he really they're really telling him this that's my that was my only issue with this these articles at whitney webb even though whitney webb is a hero of mine i think she's the greatest living uh investigative uh, journalist yeah she's there's no one even close to her right now she, she does dangerous work so there was a documentary that somebody had sent me years ago and it was about bill clinton and the cocaine ring and i cannot find it for the life of me anymore but it's saying like his septum is completely fucking gone and all that shit and if you look at bill clinton oh really yeah and if you look at him he's he's damn near the same i think him and trump are pretty much the same age and you look at them side by side, it's just like, holy shit, bro. Like somebody obviously didn't take care of their body. Yeah. Like it, you would think he would, maybe the adrenochrome like does something else to you. Like once you hit that, once you hit that 80, what, what is he like 80 something now? Is, is he? he not, I, hey, might, Siri, I think, how old is Bill Clinton? Vladimir Putin is 69 years old. <laughs> <Bitch>. <laughs> Hey, Siri, how old is Bill Clinton? Bill Clinton is 76 years old. No fucking way. Yeah, and I think Trump is 72 or 73, and so is Biden. Yeah, I think Biden's been dead for a long time, too. Agreed. I don't know if you watch my daily conspiracy reels, but I had a really good one. Um, those are so good. I don't know how you find the time to do those. Those are so good. Thank you. It, it, it is. It gets overwhelming sometimes. It'll be like five o'clock and I'm like, fuck, I didn't put together a conspiracy reel yet. <laughs> yeah, they, they come out good, though. Like it, it's I, I was making those videos for a while and I was like, man, this is taking up too much of my time. Yeah, I was having fun with them. But it, it's tough. Yeah. Every once in a while, I feel like I bit off more than I can chew, but they, they are fun. And a lot of people seem to like them. So I'm going to keep doing them. Yeah. Yeah, but the, the, the whole Clinton connection, it, it just that that's where it starts. The, it, it starts with him being governor of Arkansas, allowing them because the, the Iron Contra thing, it it was funded by these these groups, these 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 guys in 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 Nebraska in the uh, with the Franklin scandal. You got the, the Epstein one and they the this money is being funneled and, and laundered through these banking uh, systems that they own. Like the, is it, what is it? The IBCC What's the name of that one. The one that uh, is ran by the CIA. Sounds right. I'll get, I'll take your word on it. Yeah. I, it's one of your listeners and be like, he's going to be yelling through whatever. <laughs> I think it's IBCC. I, I, I might, uh, but um, this was funded by the CIA, but it was started by people in, I think in, in, in Afghanistan or Pakistan, but, um, it was, they, these guys were, uh, they, they, they were instructed by the CIA to start this up and they're, they're going to use it as a laundering, uh, bank. And they did a bunch of really fucking evil shit. They also funded people in the UAE to, um, they would throw them these parties, uh, where they had like, where they had little boys where they would molest there. And it, it's really fucking sick shit. And they had, uh, they had little boys and little girls as young as seven years old. It's, ugh, it's so it's fucked up. So fucked dude. And everybody yeah. that's been to Epstein Island said that they never, never saw him with the little girls that he preferred the boys. Really? I, I didn't know all about that. Well, it, it could be hearsay, but you know, like in the community, I, I used to hear that thrown around quite a bit. Um, and 
it, it's BCCI. Not okay. ID. Yeah, BCCI, which was nicknamed Bank of Crooks and Criminals International. But uh, it was it's actually the CIA-linked Bank of Credit and Commerce International. So th- this is really interesting. We, we got in a little bit into this. Um, some guy that helped bankroll uh, Bill Clinton's career uh, was one of the majority owners of this later on. And uh, well, he, he was one of the investors in this. Uh, it was called the Warden Bank. Was the, he was one of the guys that started that. And he, he donated $3.5 million to uh, Bill Clinton's presidential campaign. And I, I think you do that through um, like these, the, these different, like kind of like the Clinton Foundation. That's how, because you, you can't, I don't think you can donate that much to a politician. I don't remember the law for that. It's been it's been a few years since I've looked into that. Right. And I'm and then they're fucking masters at using shell companies and shit like that as well. Yeah, it was and also his uh that guy, his name is Stevens. What, what was his first name? Um Jackson Stevens. He like he um he was represented by um by a law firm called Rose Law Firm. And this is where Hillary Clinton was a partner at. So another connection. This, this, this is the reason why I like this story so much. It's it's kind of like the conspiracy board where you just have like lines going everywhere. Like you're like this guy and this guy's connected. It's it's like the it's always sunny in Philadelphia meme. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's the Charlie Day thing. This is this is what this is. It's fucking awesome. And if we don't get through all of it, it's fine. Don't, don't like rack your head about it because I honestly, I love when my show leaves more questions than answers so that my listeners will go and try to look into the shit for themselves. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a fun, uh, um, it's a fun rabbit hole to go down. It's, it's, it's one of my favorite ones. I put in a lot of work to find all this stuff. Not as much as Whitney Webb. She, it's her life's work. And I'm using a lot of what she said, because I, I just think that people should just really go in, and listen to her podcast, go to her. Um, li- she I don't know her personally, but I, I just think she, her work's so important that people need to know what she's doing. And it's go go find it. She's great. Yeah, agreed. <clears throat> um, so where do we where do we go from here, brother? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go ahead and take the wheel, because I obviously don't know as much as you about this subject um so yeah where do you where do you want to take this um so so basically um the way i ended it was i i said it, it's 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 deeply connected jeffrey epstein is a middle management guy because it, he it, it's there there's so many different levels to it you have the CIA, obviously. There's so many connections to the CIA. You have so many connections to uh, the Mossad. Um, a lot of there has been people that have tried to um, kind of uh, expose this whole thing. Like there was the um, Danny Castellaro. I don't know if you're too familiar familiar with Danny Castellaro. No, but he was a guy that was trying to expose what he called the uh, the octopus. So he called these people the octopus and what they, he was, he had all this information on them and he was about to expose them just like every other story where someone's about to get exposed and then he uh, died. It's clipped. Yeah. Yeah. So he, they, 
someone that was really close to him was like, he had some information that was about to come out, but he, he died. And I, it, we didn't know, we'll never know what it is. But one of the, one of the apparent things that they found in him was this thing that, that kind of like, uh, that numbs your whole body where um, you, so like, you can't like try to escape. So like they, they, they killed him and he wasn't able to like, there, there's no struggle when you look at, at, at um, his autopsy, there's no struggle to it, but. So he was paralyzed and then they killed him. Yeah. That's fucked. Yeah. And the, the drug they took it from were, were that they used was a, was a military grade drug that was taken from like some army base. So like, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of shit to this one. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't remember the name coming up in your four-part series, but I'm curious, does does Walt Disney have anything to do with this? Well, Walt Disney is connected to, to the CIA. Like most people that, that have looked into uh, Disney and like how, how they're able to get land. And uh, like, just because he was, I think one of his relatives was in the CIA and they were able, well, this was before, I think this was before the CIA. So this was, it might've been the OSS. It's been a while since I've, uh, we did a, a Disney episode, like probably like three or four months ago. So I'm a little fuzzy on that one, but. Oh, awesome. I'll have to go back and listen to that. Yeah. I, I love getting into the Disney aspect of, of shit. I actually did an episode, um, on oh, I have a connection. Oh, go ahead. Yes. I, oh, go I, it. It, it just came back to me. So one of the most interesting things we found, or I found, because I read all the episodes, was that there is a, you know, you're familiar with the Disney Cruise Line. Yes. But one of the Disney Cruise Lines takes you to Little St. James Island. And they, okay. av- they advertise it as they're like, take a dip in the Little St. James Island. Yes. And, Yes, I do remember hearing that. That's crazy. And the um, it's called the Virgin Islands, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, the owner of Virgin Megastore, Virgin Airplane, Virgin everything, right? He he owns an island out there as well. I'm sure he does. I'm not I'm not familiar with that. But um, Little Saint, that the, one of the crazier things, like when you start thinking about it, is are are some of these these uh, laws they have open seas laws so like there was a time where all these kids were going missing and when you say the numbers it it was like 300 or something like that within like 10 years which doesn't sound like a lot but there is there is this law over there if if your body is never found then you can't sue the company so like what what some are insinuating is that like these kids were kidnapped and they're they were taken to this island and they're used, maybe killed, definitely raped. Yeah, so, so uh, and horrible. Yeah, so if you ever, if we we do an episode about uh, the dis, it's called the Disney. I don't remember. I think that we named it the Disney Epstein Connection. And oh, that, that's awesome. And there's so many people that have been like um, uh, employees of these cruise ships that have been um, exonerated and get a slap on the wrist that actually have been witness to uh, child rape and shit like that, even like on their security cameras and shit. And they try to sweep this shit under the fucking rug. But yet mm-hmm. you would think that a company that vests so much into kids and if they really were there to protect the kids that they would vet every single person like extreme that we're going to be working on these cruise lines, especially if they have, 
such close contact with these kids and everything fucking um family guy did an episode where uh stewie gets kidnapped from disneyland you know and, and it all ties around it's a small world after all do you remember that episode yeah <laughs> so, so you know like the shit's wide out in the open i mean family guy even did an episode about pizzagate where uh where uh what is what's the father's name Fuck. oh peter peter yeah where he, they're he's in a he's in a restaurant and they're like oh you don't want pizza he's like well what's a pizza and he's like and then it's like evil laugh and shit, you know, and, and uh, I put it in one of my daily conspiracy reels in Pinocchio. They're talking about Pleasure Island. Like, yeah, I mean, right there in your face. Like they, they, they say it. They never come back as boys. When, when you posted that, I remember um, I we might have talked about it, that on the episode or might have been before it. And I was like, you guys ever watch Pinocchio like as an adult? Like they would they were like just how they would take all these boys like it, that that video that you did was so on point because i remember talking about that and not enough people talk about that pinocchio you're like oh yeah it's, it's, it's a fucked up story it is a fucked up story there's so much going on there and, and surrounding this whole this whole fucking thing uh, from from hollywood to politicians to people behind politicians to do you think that the epstein flight logs that we see are the real legit flight logs? Um, probably the, there's got to be. I'm sure there's more, because you you're not just gonna expose everything. I don't know why you would just put a bunch of fake names like Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Chris Tucker, um, like all these all these names. It, it seems like everyone went there. Like what what's going on over there? And I think there, there's more to this uh, Hollywood elites that are like obviously raping children like that's that's been talked about for a long time it's not it's a conspiracy but it's kind of like it's it's like stuff you don't talk about like when you're there like just like seth green in the red shoe society like you, you there's there's a lot to these people yeah definitely it sucks you know the whole isaac cappy thing that yeah was gonna expose seth green and all those fucking people and you're right dude every single time somebody gets close now what do you think with this whole ann hathaway or ann hetch thing uh, going on we were talking about that last night in uh masturbators and it's that one's kind of crazy have you seen the video where it was someone recorded it from their ring device and you can you could see the car passing in front of their house and you can hear brakes like the screeching of brakes like you know like when you're when you're when your brakes go out and you just, and it sounds like metal oh so oh. like somebody cut the cut the brake lines maybe yeah yeah, That's I don't know. How, funny I don't... too, because when I put out the daily conspiracy reel with Ann Hetch, I used um, I used um, Tom McDonald's song, and he says um, they'll cut my dr- cut my brakes and say I was driving and drunk. <laughs> that one's that one's so crazy, uh, and like it's. I said this last night on on the show was uh, I was I don't know what to buy. Because they're like, oh, they they killed her because she was making a documentary about uh, child trafficking, and it was going to come out on Lifetime. But I was like, who's who's watching Lifetime right now? Like, well, th- I don't think they needed to kill her. I don't think some some like fucking old like like sixty year old women that that smoke Newports in their house are <laughs> are going to go try to go and stop uh, this this child trafficking ring. Or maybe they will. Maybe that's that's the new. These are the people that 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 are on Twitter that have the, 
the the American flag and QAnon next to it. So like I think these these might be our next freedom fighters, our our older older uh, Midwestern women. Could be maybe. Um, Natalie Denise was on uh, Freedom Fridays last fr- this last Friday, and um, she's making a documentary about um, uh, Chester Bennington and um, Chris Cornell. Yes. Um, but her whole life work is she, she like literally goes out to these brothels where they're like, they have kids and shit. She's like, it's her life's work. She, um, said on that show that, that Anne was not making a documentary documentary about it. She was, uh, playing a role in a movie that had to do with it. Oh shit. I, yeah, you definitely gonna afford me that Chris Cornell's probably my favorite one of my favorite uh because i i I was a big chris cornell fan growing up i I love grunge music um like that that was like his i don't don't want to sound gay or anything but just music was great i I, I don't want to go too far into chris cornell but i um, felt good no there's a lot surrounding that man yes troubled troubled fucking childhood and same with chester bennington See, that's why at, whenever people were saying that uh, Chris Cornell killed himself and I was there like, oh, he was murdered. I was like, I don't know, man. The guy was pretty suicidal. Have you ever seen his music videos? Have you ever seen like Pretty Noose? Like it's all about committing suicide. But I, you know, what? that's one of the things I never like really looked into the whole because I've heard a lot of uh, the Bennington and, and the Cornell uh and, and the Clintons, because the Clintons always come up because they're, they, I mean, they're, they're murderous and they're, they're serial killers. Right. But I don't know. I, I, I don't know a lot about that conspiracy because I'd never like took too much account into it. Yeah. I, I didn't really know too much about it either until I started hearing Natalie Denise talk about it. Um, I haven't seen it yet, but she did say that she has part one um, on YouTube of all places. So I'm going to. I'll find that and I'll, and I'll send it to you. Cause I, yeah. I, I'm interested in watching it too, but I guess she's totally changing the format of how she's going to do the rest of it. So she's really taking her time cause she doesn't want anything missed. And it originally was supposed to come out like a year ago, but she said the further she keeps diving into it, the more and more information she's finding. So it's going to be like four or five parts. So, so, so yeah, that, that, that's interesting that she would put it out that way. Cause that's the best way to do it. Cause you, you'll have like a raw version of it. And that's, a, I think that's the best way to see those because when you think of it, uh, Stanley Kubrick, when he put out eyes wide shut, they edited it because he died before it came out. And there was like stuff in, there was stuff in there that he wanted, he wanted in there that they took out, but he was dead. Yeah. So, so they, they, they edited it as when he was dead, which is, I mean, I mean, that's probably procedure. But it's also kind of weird because he was like really big into the occult and he was also into a, a lot of the uh, I mean, the stuff that we talk about, like <laughs> I mean, we did an episode about uh, the cult of Saturn a few weeks ago, like our last episode was a cult of Saturn. And just we talked about a lot of Stanley Kubrick stuff and he he believed in all those all the symbolism. He talked about um, a, the 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 pedophile cults he talked about satanic cults all, all that fun stuff all the stuff we like to talk about right wasn't he thelemic like he was a, a follower of a lester crowley wasn't he yeah i think so i that, um that'd be a better question for my co-host because he's a big movie guy adam from he he has a podcast called skeleton factory podcast he 
just talks about movies. But yeah, he 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 he's I think he was last time I was talking to him, he was in the middle of reading uh, Alistair Crowley's uh, some of his stuff, which I'm not too familiar with. I, I know who he is, but I, I I haven't made I haven't pulled myself to go down that that rabbit hole just yet because I know where it takes me. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, there was a time in my life um, where I started diving down a lot of these rabbit holes and I wanted to be famous and I wanted all this shit. So I actually bought a Lester Crowley books and was studying this shit and even consider myself a Satanist. And, you know, mm. people do. And, and that's the point I want to get to is people fucking change. So is it possible that Stanley changed and he wanted to expose this shit? And is it possible that Donald Trump was rubbing elbows with these fucking pieces of shit and changed and wants to expose all of it. Oh yeah, definitely. I think Donald Trump, he's going to do stuff that's like best for him and it's going to get him reelected. But also he, I think he, he's like I was saying before, he's done some good stuff and he, he like, he wants to talk, he likes talking about the nine 11 conspiracies, which uh, I'm into that. Like, let's talk like if I wish he would have, he he would have released more stuff. I wish he would have released all the UFO stuff, like he said he was the the JFK stuff, um, all the stuff with uh, the inside outside job of of nine eleven, which obviously happened. I don't even know how people think that's a conspiracy at this point. Well, some people, yeah, some people still are denying it. It's it's crazy, and even somebody that I know personally who is all about the truth and and loves to talk conspiracies, but he he also was a paramedic firefighter on the scene. So mm-hmm. he has emotion tied in with it. Right. So it, the shit that happened was very real. Like there was people that actually died. There was definitely rebel uh, towers fell. Like you can't deny that, but let's question the motives behind it and who really did it. Like, let's have an open discussion about that. Don't just shut it out because you have an emotional atta- attachment to it is the way that I feel is like, if, if somebody killed your family member and you were told some bullshit story and somebody was like, actually this is what i think happened would you tell him to fuck off or would you be like yo let's let's get to the bottom of this yeah it's there's so much to it because like when when everyone that gets into the conspiracy they they see tower seven and they're just like whoa that that's obviously a controlled demolition and then you start talking about the pentagon which they're why isn't there no there's no video they only have that one video that had one frame per second looks like a missile and then you have the one in pennsylvania where we we shot it down obviously i mean donald rumsfeld said it himself and then there's the one that no one ever talks about is tower six tower six it looks like it there was a bomb dropped on it it looks like um it, it looks like the oklahoma city bombing there's no video of it. There's only images of it. And it looks fucking crazy. Like look into Tower Six. No one ever talks about Tower Six. It 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 is it is very interesting. Well, I mean, September eleventh is coming up, another anniversary. So mm-hmm. I was I was thinking about doing a live show with a bunch of different hosts and just doing uh an Instagram live, like with a, a, a little like four person round table and just talking about all the shit that people oh, yeah. talk about. Um like for an anniversary show. I'd love to have you on for that, by the way. Oh yeah. That'll that'd be fun. As soon as I know what my schedule is going to be like in the future, I'd like to talk about, we, we did an episode about, uh, are you familiar with uh, Philip Marshall? Uh, no. Well, he, I, you know what? If you, if you jog my memory, then I might be. He's one of the guys that um, he actually worked with Barry seal. Um, 
uh, I don't know if you're too familiar with Barry Seal. He was like a guy um, that was involved with Iran Contra that comes up a lot. But um, this guy, he was really deeply connected with the CIA. He was one of the, he was a pilot and he had a lot of insider knowledge about uh, what the CIA does. He was an invest. He started investigating 9-11 and he had, he wrote a couple of books and his third book was, it was going to expose something really big. And they ended like, he ended up uh, killing his two kids and his dog. And then he killed himself. Holy shit, dude. He yeah. lived down the fucking street from me. This was in Forest Meadows, California. And literally, this was three doors down and across the street from where I fucking lived. This and this, he was, yeah, he was putting out a book. His kids, um, his kids were there. Yeah, they executed the kids. They executed the dog. And, um, well, is that in California? Yeah, in like a oh, week. Yeah, because I lived in a gated community is like on a golf course and shit. And um, and it was it was lit. I could fucking throw a baseball and hit his house from where my house was. Holy and, shit. Yeah. And um, so a lot of people were like, what the fuck? You know, like um, and uh, cops came to our house and were like, we're going to do be running some tests. And this was after the fact. And they went into his house and they were firing shots in the house because nobody heard any gunshots in the neighborhood. We didn't hear a fucking thing. Yeah. And um, they came to the house and knocked on the door, said they were going to be doing tests and shit. And they fired off gunshots in the house. And then they came back and asked all the neighbors. And I'm like, yeah, I fucking heard that shit. And yeah. that dude, that's crazy that, yeah, that you brought that up. And I, and I brought this up in, in prior episodes, but for some reason that always escapes my fucking brain. I could, I could, here, just to prove to you guys, I'm not lying right here. <laughs> hey, Siri. Call, uh -huh. call my miss little Lulu. Calling my miss little Lulu Moggy. Work. I'm calling my daughter right now. Okay. <laughs> Dang, I hope she answers. She's a senior, so her friends are way more important than when dad called. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. All right, I'm going to give it one more ring. Damn it. Anyways, yeah, dude, she totally remembers that because one of the kids was in her grade, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How, it, it's crazy because uh, the, the Philip Marshall thing, they cleaned up the house before uh, the investigation concluded. They had a cleanup crew in there hours before they finished. Like that. That's not normal. Yeah. Like, you're not supposed to clean up until you you have all the ballistic guys in there. You have all, all like the investigators. They're they're already ready to clean that shit up before like the locals came in. None of yeah, the locals were like shocked that there was even a conspiracy uh, rolling around it. If you look in, you guys, if you want to go back and look at archives in the Calaveras Enterprise, there's like writings about it and how it was like this big conspiracy cover up because the guy was writing a book about 9 11. Mm -hmm. So his his book, another crazy thing is the book that he released. You look it up on Amazon, it's like a hundred dollars. And people that have read the book that have the original. They say when you buy it on Amazon, it's a there's like missing parts to it. Like they edit it 
they edited it after like it, it came out, which was it's kind of weird. <laughs> I, like you never think they would ever do that, but they took the book and they changed it post-mortem. Sorry. <clears throat> um, yeah, dude, that's crazy that you brought that up. And I, I it's fucked that I always forget about that. Um, so I want to go, I want to go, I'm going to steal a fucking thing from Ryan Dean here. And I wanted to ask you, cause he went around the horn and he was like, uh, one, one to 10. Um, what do you believe? And, and he said flat earth. And what was your answer? Do you remember? I, I said, I, I wasn't, I don't believe it. I think it was like a, it was like a three, like you could, you could, I think it, if I looked into it more, I'd probably believe it more. Cause I, I'm, I'm more in the hollow earth theory guy. They actually kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. 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 That's, that's why I'm kind of like, maybe. And, so, and, and oh. like, it's it, the more I, I, you look into, um, you look into the moon. Do we ever land there? Do we ever get past the, the uh, Van Allen. Allen belt? Do we ever get past that? Do we have fucking weapons in, in space? Is there a space, uh, secret space program? Like, yeah, there, there's all that. So like, I, it's, it's a bunch of conflicting uh, ideas that I have. I was like, cause I believe there's a, a I think we have a, a, a secret space program, but sometimes I believe do, do we go to space? Like, so that, it, that's like something I'm working on right now. Awesome. Well, uh, I know you, you don't really have a uh, guest on your show, but I highly suggest bringing on David Weiss, AKA flat earth Dave. And oh, yeah. uh, you, you won't walk away from that the same. I we're planning on having guests on very soon. Because at first I just want to have people in the studio, but uh, I know we're all of us are like on different parts of the country. So um, I definitely want to start having guests on very soon. And yeah. That's awesome. So please, dude, you came, you crushed. Um, and I hope that everybody has more questions than answers. Um, tell us a little bit about your show. You talked about it a little bit. Like who, who is your uh, co-hosts? And, um, wait, fuck that. Before I have you plug your shit, I have a question for you. How did you get into podcasting? Well, I, so whenever I, I was working at, at this podcast studio there, um, like I, I do video editing or I did do video editing for them. I did a lot of graphic design and they're just like, Hey, if you ever want to do your, your, your pie, if you ever want to do a podcast, you, you can just use our cameras and you can use our recorders. You can use like our, our mics, whatever. And I was into like podcasts before that. Like I used to work in a, before that, before I, I, I changed careers, I was, I, I operated a food truck. So I listened to podcasts all day. So that's how I get all my information, just 12 hours of podcasts a day. And then I was like, yeah, I'm, well, let's, I'm, I'm really in, I'm into sports and I'm into, into conspiracies. So I'm going to get my friends and we're going to, we're going to do like how you used to do in, in the good old days, be in the car, getting drunk, getting high, uh, talking about the fucking end of the world, aliens, fucking uh, who runs the world, all that kind of stuff. That's the stuff that interests me. So, yeah. That's awesome. Hang on one second. Kalea. Yeah. Hey, um, I'm doing a podcast right now. Do you remember when we lived in Forest Meadows and down the street, um, that guy, he killed his... What do you remember what happened with that? Um, the guy, 
his wife went on vacation and he like killed his kids and the dog and then he killed himself, right? Yeah, that was like two doors down and across Plus the street. Me. Yeah, but you didn't tell me too much because I was like little. I had to look into it when I got older. Did you did you look Holy into it? Shit. Did you look into it and find out that he was writing a book about 9-11? No. Yeah, we were just you're on you're on my podcast right now, and we were just talking about that. Hey. And uh, <laughs> and my my guest brought that up, and I was like, "Holy shit, dude! That was that was on my street. That happened." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. That's totally there. Well, that's crazy. Yeah, it's a it's a big conspiracy thing that actually never gets talked about. But um, and and he was our neighbor. Yep. It's an American hero too. He says he was an American hero too. But he he kept to himself. Like even the kids, they really kept to themselves. We didn't know anything about what was going on over there. Yeah, the the crazy thing is they were uh, the kids were were the boy was going to graduate, and and the and the girl was in that she was she was like fourteen. Hang on, uh, it's going good, baby girl. I'm gonna call you when I'm finished with it. Okay. Okay. Bye. All right. I love you. I love you too. All right. Bye. Yeah, right, yeah. The crazy thing is they so like the people were like, oh, he was the reason he killed his kids because he was getting divorced and uh, he he was going to lose custody. But like the thing is, I think the, the boy that was killed was like 17 or 18. He was about to go to college. Yeah, so that, would, that wouldn't make any sense. Like he was leaving anyway. Right. Yeah. And why kill the dog? Right. <laughs> there was no reason. <laughs> and, and then no one heard the gunshots like you were saying. Um, and, and the coroner that said that, that found that like he, the report that came out was saying that the two kids they found, or the, the, the boy and the girl, uh, they were, they were sleeping when they were killed. So like they're, they look like they're, they're cuddled up on the couch. They're right next to each other. And it was like, they didn't know they they, they got killed. So like my, one of the questions that I had was, wouldn't someone wake up because your eyes would pop open when you hear that loud gunshot. Right. Unless, unless you had a silencer, but why would you have a silencer if you're going to kill yourself anyway? Actually, have you ever shot a gun with a silencer? It's still really, yeah, it's still loud. Yeah. It's not like the movies where it's like, yeah, it's not, it's still, there's still a percussion to it. Um, Yeah. We actually discussed that on the episode. That's uh, we did that two episodes ago. So if like any of your listeners are, interested in the story it's it's super interesting yeah and i'm sorry that i wasn't listening to you because she was texting me like what's going on and i'm like just fucking call me so when you were like talking about uh your podcast and that's fucking dope though that uh you were actually already in a studio so it was kind of like super easy for you and i also want to say what's up because i'm also a fellow fellow graphic designer and uh video oh, yeah oh yeah yeah it's 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 hard finding work right now that, that's for sure but i i <laughs> Yeah, but, damn fucking apps are taking our jobs, man. They're taking our jobs. Good jobs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, it, it's but yeah, it, it's it's um podcasting. It, it's fun. I, I I like the process. I like to build. I, I like to build the show. So um like throughout the week, I I build the graphics for the show. Um, I, I write the episodes, um, I cut the videos that I'll, I'll, that I put up on, on, on social media. So like, it's, I, I just tell the other guys, cause they're all super busy with their lives. I was like, guys, just show up. I'll send you guys what I wrote. 
just, and then just kind of like look them over if you want to, if not just come in cold. Like I do all, I'll do all the, all the heavy lifting. You guys just come in and be funny. Cause that's, that's their job. They, they, they're the funny guys. I'm, I'm the guy that, that kind of like, I, you I reel I them back up. in. I notice. I notice you got to reel them back in a lot. It's, oh, it's tough. Especially, especially yeah. when you guys are drinking, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Like our early episodes, it, it before, cause it, it's all process. You got to learn how to be, how to be a host and like, kind of like, you got to shut people down sometimes, even though like, um, it, if you know something's not going somewhere, you're like, all right, like, I don't want to talk about your fucking movie. I don't want to talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger right now. Like, like let's, let's fucking, let's get back in, into the show. Screw your freedom. Yeah. <laughs> One of the guys, Joel, he's like super into Arnold. So like he is always talking, he's like, he, like he went on this whole tangent about Conan. I was like, I was like, stop. We're not talking about Conan right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love your show, man. And anybody listening, go check out the Conman podcast. It's available, like you said, on every pl- podcasting platform and surprisingly still YouTube, huh? Yeah. Yeah. They, they've, they've given us one strike so far. I, I don't know if, if they took it off because I peeled it, but I don't give a fuck. I'm not trying to make I'm, you'll never make money on YouTube. You, you just won't unless you're you're doing makeup tutorials. It's it's or if you never cuss, it's weird. But yeah, we're on YouTube. Just search us uh, Conman Podcast, Instagram, um, con underscore men underscore podcast on Instagram. And we're on Twitter. It's, it's much smaller account. Just at Conman Podcast one. So, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. And we have a Patreon my Instagram, I have the link tree. So like you, you can find all that stuff over there. Awesome, brother. Well, I'm, I'm super excited that you agreed to come on and, uh, you definitely did not disappoint. It was cool sitting here, getting to know you. Um, yeah, I, it was fun. I, I, I'm glad you had me on here. I, I love, I love doing this kind of stuff and I like talking about it. it it's hard to talk to regular people about this kind of stuff because <laughs> yes. they look at you like you're crazy, but you're like, how could you not be into this? This is, it's, it's like, a it's like a movie, but it's fucking real. Yes. It's, it's it, a horror movie, really, if you think about it. Yeah, a lot of a lot of my normie friends, they're like, why do you do this podcast? Like, I just, it's so dark, all the stuff that you talk about. Well, obviously, listen to it or watch it because I'm having a fucking blast when I'm doing it, right? And it gives me, it gives me an outlet to be able to talk to this shit because most of the people in my daily lives, I can't have these conversations with them. They're just going to roll their eyes at me. And I'm just like, okay, I know you're, you don't want to hear about this, you know? Okay. Yes. There's lizard people, you fucker, but let's not talk about it. <laughs> yeah. It, it's my favorite thing is uh, one of the other hosts, uh, uh, Coop, he has a podcast called Iconoblast. Um, they do history channel. They have a history podcast, but he's, he's really smart guy. He's really big in history, but um, I'll tell him something like uh, on, on the Epstein episode, I was talking about, uh, I was talking about prism and, um, and uh, what's it called? The, the, the thing with uh, Snowden, how, how Maxwell was, was involved with that, with, uh, with the promise software. And he like looked at me. He's like, no shit. That's the same thing. Like it, it like blew his mind. He's like, no fucking way. It's a whoa. <laughs> and like sometimes I'll get him with that. That's awesome. like, he just like he loves history. He's not really a conspiracy theorist, but he he likes he likes talking about it. And like he's he's kind of like a guy that'll push back on a lot of things I say. So like my whole thing is like I gotta write this this episode to make him believe that's the guy I want to make believe. And then whenever I do get that, that kind of reaction out of them, you're like, Oh yeah, this is a good one. 
<laughs> oh yeah, dude. And that, it's good that you have that on there. Cause it's, it's always good to have like a, a show that I like to listen to. They have somebody on there. They call him the resident normie. Yeah. And he's always like, no, they would never do that. Or that, that can't be, you know, and shit like that. But if you bring receipts, man, that's all yeah. you bring receipts, then people can't really deny what, you know, everybody wants to, uh, everybody wants to be quick to say, uh, you do not know what you are talking about, but we do. <laughs> we really do. <laughs> <laughs> that is some, that is some good multitasking that you're doing over there. People don't, people don't realize that, that that's tough to do. Like, and usually you have a producer for that. You're, you're doing this as you're going. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> we just become best friends. Yep. <laughs> yep. You are more than welcome to come on the podcast anytime, man. If you, uh, if you have a subject that you're just dying to get on here and talk about, I can't promise you that we're going to stick to the subject because man, I'm an off the hip kind of guy and I love to get off topic, but I think some of the best fucking episodes. So, um, Sean, it's been fucking awesome. Everybody, if you are not already following him on Instagram, it is the con men podcast or is it podcast or just con men? It's con men podcast. It is. uh, the words are separated with uh, underscores. So yeah. con underscore men underscore podcast. Con men, plural, not con man, con men. At con the men, yes. And, uh, you know, I'm definitely going to uh, link you when this episode comes out. And so people will be able to see the flyer, go follow you and whatnot. So, um, man, that wraps up another episode of White Rabbit. You guys know where to find me because you're fucking listening to me. So I'm not going to plug my shit. You already know. Everybody, love you guys. Keep tuning in and keep digging down those rabbit holes. Everybody here to lower their expectations. Uh, it's a Tuesday. We're gonna roll in. How old are you guys? Let me ask you a question. How is Jeffrey Epstein's island? You're aged out. Yeah, yeah. They look at you on that island like, what this old bitch doing over here? Get her ass out of here. You got your period? Fuck out of here. Guys. Can I tell you guys a story? Okay, last night. I'm doing a show here. Okay, and I was talking about the Epstein thing, and two people, a couple, just get up and they fucking leave, just trying to come up with an Epstein joke, right? Because how do you justify what he's doing? It's fucking horrible, right? So I'm just talking about it last night on stage. I'm just bringing it up. I know it's bad, okay? But I'm just throwing ideas out there. Just throwing them out. Just jokes. You know, I'm like, the reason why he had the young girls on the island is because in case they tried to swim away, 
he would just play Baby Shark. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, just kidding. They don't have dads. Look, that, that's why they were on the island, guys. I'm just searching for jokes here. I know it's fucked up, sir. Okay. You look like you've been. You look like the contractor that built that island. <laughs> listen, if you want a good dungeon, what you gotta do? Listen, let me tell you something. Let me tell you. You want a dungeon? I'll teach you how to make a dungeon. Listen, oak. You got a good oak. You go 20 feet under the ground, plaster it all up. Okay? The girl screams can't get through the plaster. Throwing the idea, it doesn't matter. The couple gets up and they fucking run out. They run the fuck out. And I stop. Instead of making fun of me, I was like, listen, they did the exact right thing. They did the exact right thing. They felt uncomfortable. They felt, you know, wildly miserable. And they were in an awful situation. And then they just got up and left. Right? The tricky thing about being on an island. <laughs> you won't be here for a while. <laughs> So he is a piece of shit.